0: I've always loved Christmas. Ever since I can remember, I've been convinced every year that this year, this year, it would be perfect. This would be the year when everyone's dreams would come true. The children would frolic. My carefully chosen gifts would be received with rapturous expressions on rosy-cheeked faces. I'd bear the bronzed and gleaming turkey to the table on some sort of, yet to be sourced, golden platter to stunned oohs and ahs, and everyone would say, "Oh, Ellen, this is marvellous. Verily, you are the queen of Christmas, before Simon kissed me under the mistletoe. This would be the year when the carol singers would carol, The pudding would be figgy, or perhaps not. Imagine the potentially disastrous effects of figs on digestions already overloaded with Christmas excess. My halls would be tastefully decked. The bells on high would ding dong, and the merry gentlemen would rest dismayless, unconnected with any quantities of port they may have imbibed. Never had I been more convinced of it than this year. When I was going to have the coziest, most delightful, tiny family Christmas, with just Jane and Peter and Simon and me. In all my many quests for the perfect Christmas, we'd almost never achieved this, a Christmas with just the four of us. And I was quite sure it would be utterly magical. I hadn't seen either of the children in ages, And what could be better than a Christmas reunion? Hallmark had literally built a brand around exactly that. Families reunited for the holidays, front doors flung open, and prodigal offspring tumbling over the threshold on a tide of laughter and candy canes and gently falling snow. I couldn't wait. The children had always loved Christmas too. And I was determined that I'd be making it extra special for them. When they came home for this fabulous family Christmas. Perhaps on Christmas Eve, we could all sit by the fire and I'd read aloud from a Christmas carol. I'd steal a glance at the children, spellbound by the old story. The firelight flickering on their dear faces that I'd so missed and realized that we were making the happiest of memories together, to sustain us through darker days in the years ahead. I was sure that Peter and Jane must be as excited at the prospect of this wonderful Christmas as I was, even though they hadn't answered any of my emails about it. Yes, this was going to be the Christmas to end all Christmases. Not only would the super-touching, heart-rending reunion with Peter and Jane bring joy again to my lonely, shriveled heart, and remind me of what love really meant, it would also be a special chance for festive bonding with my precious moppets, For Simon and me to walk hand in hand through festively frosty fields, watching our marvellous children as they frolicked, a tick on the perfect Christmas list. Merrily, tick, with our wonderful dogs, who'd suddenly have learned about things like coming when called for the purpose of the vision. Before we returned home for the aforementioned rapturous gifts, bronze turkey, mistletoe snogging, Christmas queening, etc., etc. Tick, tick, tickety bloody tick. Nothing, literally nothing, nothing was going to dent my Christmas plans this year. I couldn't wait for the best Christmas ever.